Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! Damien Williams runs to immortality in Chiefs Kingdom. Get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Uh, it's Duncan Smart hosting here. I'm joined by my usual companion, Neil Blair. Hello. Owen Widdowson. He is here. We've lost Owen already. Good start. <laughs> and one of the OGs of the Arrowheads Abroad scene, Brad Simcox. How, How are you, Brad? How are we doing, boys? <laughs> Good. I'm back in my old hunting ground. How does it feel? Ah, yeah, yeah. I like what you've done with the place. Good. <laughs> <laughs> New curtains. And the curtains there, is that what you've changed? Spe- speaking Pretty of which, how, how is your man cave? Uh, what is it, a, a, a revamp, a move? Oh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, the old man cave's gone, I'm afraid. I know, I'm, I'm a bit, I was a bit gutted actually. Um, I'm excited obviously for the new, the new uh, kind of man cave that I'm hoping to get, but it's actually kind of turning into a kind of family room now. The wife's already kind of claiming parts of it now. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're slacking. So uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm not I'm, I'm not going to be able to have any chief stuff in here. I don't think from uh, from when it's all done. No, it's just it's literally started this week underway. So we've got these massive steel beam things in at the minute, um, and it's you know there's already there's already panic and worry on on, on my face that thinking what what is it we're doing here? You know, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be big room, which is great, and I'm gonna try and get some kind of chief stuff in there, which is great. But yeah. So it'd, be be- saying, it'd be better to watch the games on. But what you're saying is keep it out on eBay because there could be a fire sale coming. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he's going to fund it? <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. You know, actually, I've been keeping an eye on a lot of the things that are on uh, eBay at the minute. And do you know, uh, I've got a rookie card of Patrick Mahomes, and it's currently sold. The highest selling one has sold for six thousand pounds. Whoa! A rookie card, not signed by him or anything like that. It's just a rare card. Jesus, and I've got that. What was the card you showed us that went for like ninety nine grand? Oh, was that, that was a basketball one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. Um, oh, who was that one again? It was a rookie patch autographed of Zion. Was it Zion Williams? Is it somebody like that? Sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Um, yeah, that went for something like ninety nine grand on eBay. There's a new record, yeah. the, 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 what's his name, the, the baseball guy, Trout. Yeah. His cover for like 1.2 million? No, that wow. went for nearly 4 million. Oh, jeez. Jesus Christ. That was a rookie yes. card of him as well, yeah. So, you guys, uh, chat amongst yourselves, I'm just going to put a lot of ticket on. <laughs> I'm just wanting Patty Mahomes to win every Super Bowl from this day forward, you know, so that uh, my card just goes up in value. Well, that's not beyond the realms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see you later, suckers. Imagine having a bit Marvel. against that. <laughs> hmm? uh, Season tickets for Brad. <laughs> yeah, I'll have my own box and everything. Yeah, will be the only the only man not as rich as Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Gracie Hunter's his waitress. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a dream, that, yeah. that's a dream. <laughs> that would be fun. Entering, uh, entering great areas here, I think, guys. Um, let's, let's move on to uh, more... It's like Dave normally says, after dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> after dark. See, we're giddy because there's a season coming. I know. Actually yeah. coming. It's now two sleeps away. <laughs> two, well, in fact, that brings us on to our, our first topic um, of the evening. The the game here, obviously, the, the prime time games here are not kind for the the British and the European audiences. I think it's a one twenty a.m. Yes. Kickoff. So I think we're just going to, I guess, hatch a plan. What's the best? What's the best way to make sure everyone is up and in? tip-top form for watching it what, what do you guys go for are you uh, power through with coffee or do you power nap it depends on whether I'm working um, if I'm working the following morning I'll probably kind of have an hour and a half power nap so kind of half 11 until one o'clock and then I've got 20 minutes to grab a coffee and get a bit of food and get myself set up but if I'm not working I'll probably just power through and I'm not working so I'll power through Brad we're all seasoned veterans, really, on this, aren't we? Yeah. Because we seem to have our own routines, that okay? Um, yeah, I, I, I normally, I normally put the kids to bed. I go to bed about eight o'clock. Set the alarm for about one, probably twenty past, something like that, or five minutes just before the game kicks off, which is quite dangerous sometimes. Um, and then, yes, yeah, I normally just go downstairs, get the coffee on sitting quietly and watch the game but it's it's <laughs> difficult especially when it's a close game I, remember, I always remember the Broncos game you know when we we won it towards the end and it was there it was the it was the, the, dunk, the double was dunk it? yeah yeah um I was jumping around like mad but I was trying to suppress <laughs> every emotion that was coming out of me because I didn't want to wake everybody up so yeah but yeah that That's was it. good times that so wired on adrenaline and <laughs> caffeine yeah. Getting back, yeah. getting back to sleep because there's two hours that you can get after the game before work. Yeah, they can, they can, it, yeah. they can make or break your. Well, in this case, Friday, but um, Monday games are the worst. Monday night games because you've got the whole week. Yeah. ahead. And you have to yeah. try and catch up after that. It's yeah, horrible. Exactly. Owen, how about yourself? Now, full disclosure for the the listeners, Owen, we found out Owen had a birthday last week. That's why he couldn't make the <laughs> the podcast. He was out celebrating, and Owen is the. Princely age of twenty-one years old, everybody. Yes, which makes yeah. him, which makes him, half the age of the rest of the gentlemen on the podcast. Just turned. Uh, Less. So <laughs> well. Oh, I mean, let's. I, I don't even. I'm, I'm losing. I don't even have words, right? But you should be full of stamina, <laughs> Owen. So you yes. can you can speak to the younger generation of fans. What should these guys be doing? Hitting the club early and leaving early. To get home in time for a kickoff. This is coming from the man here who's actually going out on Thursday night himself. I know. That's <laughs> not. Well, it, we'll, we'll think of a plan for me in a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I normally, um, I normally stay up for it and just power through. Um, yeah, and just take a lazy day the next day if I'm not in work or school or university um, but I've actually got a really early shift um, Thursday morning so I'm working at 6 in the morning on Thursday and I finish at 3 so I reckon I'll be tired Jersey enough to have an afternoon nap yeah. for that and then wake up in the speaking of which we've got, got uh, ready to go. <laughs> we, we've got uh, an 18 month old so uh, I mean this time last year when, when she was a lot younger we were 
perennially tired, so falling asleep at any moment was not really a difficult thing for me to do. Uh, I was quite used to getting up during the night at that point. Um, but I would normally be a, a, a power nap first, like where I'd set the alarm yeah. and try to get up. But of late, my, my daughter seems to have developed some sort of aversion to sleeping through the night. So I think at least six or eight of the last 10 nights, I've seen one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. So I think we've established I, it's a dad option, that, isn't it? Yeah, power exactly. nap first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the sleep in. <laughs> but as as Neil says, I'm, I'm going out on Thursday night. My... The guys I work with are getting together. <laughs> be the first time I've seen them since, well, I guess March, if not before, because I had to call these just at the uh, just before lockdown. I was off on 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 leave, so um, we're going to go for a couple of beers. So this is now uncharted territory for me. I'm not entirely sure how me being massively not match fit in terms of getting up for games, <laughs> not match fit in terms of drinking more than <laughs> two or three beers at a You'd time. Be fine um, after a kebab, mate. You'd be fine. Well. <laughs> that if, uh, yeah. we'll see we'll see so if I don't make the game uh, no spoilers on the phone I'll be turning the notifications off when I, when I eventually roll out of bed because uh, <laughs> my commute is very is drastically drastically reduced these days my commute's all of about 7 seconds so um, uh, I can, can hopefully I, can I just say how lucky Owen is being 21 years old and seeing the Chiefs win a Super Bowl oh absolutely, uh, absolutely. you know Yeah, so I was just, yeah. um, I was just as the Chiefs started to come on the up. Uh, 2015 was when I first saw them uh, at Wembley, um, so I just got on just before the bandwagon, for lack of a better word, started. Um, so I just missed out on those days of oh, like the, uh, so the losing record. That, Chiefs, that Facebook uh, just, memory I shared with you just after this Andy morning from so, yeah, what was it seven years ago? Yeah, and the Chiefs had just won their first game of the season. And had half the number of wins from the yeah. previous year. Yeah, <laughs> Th- those days you've got to keep them in mind now. When while you're enjoying like the Super Bowl win, you've got to remember where we came from and the number of shitty years that we had. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the that's the the key thing for Chiefs fans now. My my advice <laughs> I was always given when I was starting out with my working career was remember who helped you on the way up because you'll have to pass them on the way down again. So. Well, this um, is it. Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there because somebody asked me how I felt about this. I think it was on a different po- different podcast last week, and they asked me how I felt about this. I said, "This is uncharted territory for Chiefs fans because we've never been to the top of the mountain for like fifty years. the the only The only way that we've got is either keep maintaining that level, or you're going to drop. And <laughs> but I think Chiefs fans everywhere we're just we're seasoned by that anyway. We're seasoned by disappointment for many years. We just don't know how to handle the winning, yeah. do we? It was always how we're going to manage to chiefs this up. You know, you look at all the playoffs losses and oh yeah, oh, I don't even want to think about it. That Texans game, I thought it's just same old, same old. You know, at the beginning of that Texans yeah. game, the twenty-four yeah. zero down, I thought this is it. We 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 we're cursed. We just can't get this done. Well, this um, is. The, I think I was. I don't know if I'm unique or or what. And kind of the the post Super Bowl feeling, and it was a bit of a. Anticlimax isn't the best word, but I don't I don't really have another emotion for it because it's kind of like that's it, isn't it? We've, I know what we've, you mean. We've we've completed football. We've have the best player, best player on the planet. We've just won the Super Bowl in the most you know that playoff run. We just win. incredible. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else that we can do here. 
and I, I, there was just there, there was a, a short period of time where I was just a little bit. I, I don't know what the. I don't really know how mm. to to describe it, but you're just like. I I don't I, I, feel don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do next. I I feel the same. I think it's hunger, because every season, before, uh, well yeah, before every NFL season, you always had that hunger, thinking this will be the year instead, you know, and and you always had um, an enemy to look forward to playing against again. And normally it was like the Patriots or it was you know the Broncos or something like that that had beaten you beforehand. But I think that's what it is. I think I think it's the it's that hunger of excited for the next season because you want to right the wrong and you don't have that opportunity because you've done it, you've completed it all so I hope the players aren't feeling the same way I think that's where the talk of the dynasty is coming from now and yeah. that's got to be the motivation now to keep going you know, to, to be remembered as the greatest team of all time or something like that you know, and go on a run like the Patriots have gone on for the past million years or whatever it's been um, you know that you can't just stop at one. You have to keep going and keep going. It's like Man United and Sir Alex Ferguson back in the day. You know, <laughs> the the relentless drive mm. to do it again and do it again. I wonder if, and I know that, um, you know, the kind of the, the clamour to get the ring ceremony, um, you know, done was kind of it was building and building, and you know, it felt like they were holding off and holding off, and it was just never coming. And I wonder if that was quite deliberately timed. Probably, You've yeah. had the rookies and the new guys are in, you know they they kind of they, they must have a, a a sense of who's going to make the roster and who's not, you know. And this is you know then to really parade right in their faces. This is this is what you're here for. This is right. how much it means to these guys. Mm-hmm. And if this doesn't if this doesn't inspire you, you know to to be the guys collecting them next year, then you're not for us. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think also with the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, all the stars, I think Mahomes has got to be looking at records as, as such as the undefeated record. You know, mm-hmm. the only other team ever did it ever to do that was the Dolphins, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so to keep him hungry, he's going to have to look at things like let's try and get this team an undefeated team. Yeah. Let's try and you know break. You know, fifty-five touchdowns or something like that. You know, it it it's that kind of level of hunger that he has to look at now instead of just thinking, well, are we just going to get to the dance this year? I think that's that's the key for me. I think, um, well, and and you can tell with with Mahomes' nature and how he is, that's got to be on his mindset. He wants to be the best. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and I think it's good because I think with the people around Mahomes as well, I think there's there's a a consensus that they have the ability to do that. It's not just like a, oh, I wish I could do that. It's a we can do this if we really, really go for it. And I think that's one good thing that's especially with players like Tyrion Matthew as well. There's such a a good structure and good like foundation to build upon that. They're not just looking for that one Super Bowl and and then regress like maybe Philadelphia yeah. did. Um, they're looking to build upon that, and, and yeah, I think there's and a, a few teams this great, year, which I think is amazing to, to watch for. Well, there's a few teams this year, and this is their hail mary, isn't it? They're they're all in. You think of likes of the the Saints, the Packers. Yeah. You know these these teams, they don't have very more many more shots. You think how lucky we are to be at the start of that with Mahomes. Um, just with that, like you say, that kind of focus he's got on being better all the time, always getting better, yeah. always doing more. 
Well, this is the thing we need to be careful of, or the Chiefs need to be careful of, is you, you, we're going to be playing the Texans the first game. They're going to want revenge. Yeah. They, you know, they're where the Chiefs were over the last few years, well, a, lot of, a lot of years, where they want revenge on the team that dumped them out of the playoffs. So the Texans' first game, they're going to be right up for this. You can this just is tell. going to be like the, the Patriots game from a couple of years back where we went in on their Super Bowl presentation night and we stomped on them. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's first game, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. This this could be the yeah. Texans' version of that. You know, we'll show you. You know, we weren't yeah. really fifty-one-seven yeah. yeah. in that third or second quarter onwards. You know, mm. that's not the real us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's a, a, an excellent excellent segue into into speaking about the game. Um, as you say, I mean, we slapped the Texans about for three quarters, and then. Slapped them about some more, you know. Um, really had really stomped on their their throats, but they're not a bad team. They're not. Uh, they're they've not. got a really good quarterback. Um, I think that it's it, like you say, it's easy for us to look at the, the the back half of that last game and say these guys would be pushovers. Um, but I can't see it. I can't see that being the the case myself. I I did the. Uh, the game preview for the website yesterday, last night I think I did it and I was kind of going through the roster going meh, there's, there's nothing really there that kind of worries you, like running backs David Johnson, Duke Johnson meh yeah, okay, fair enough it's all about Deshaun Watson with their offense, mm. Randall Cobb probably on the downward now, Brandon Cook's potentially good but he's been he feels like he's been around for a long time and not really done a great deal with a number of different teams Will Fuller's always injured Is Philip Gaines still there? Uh, there's a question I've actually got the roster in front of me let's have a look Yes he is yeah he is yeah 29 years old yep, yep. Is he? Oh, I would play against him no, <laughs> Oh yeah right down the depth chart yeah yeah Really? Oh yeah, I see him there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, They've yeah. also got um, Eric Murray as their starting strong safety. Yeah. Who's a, who's well, a former I mean, chief, I believe. Going yeah. back to the um, so that'll the, be interesting. The playoff game against, uh, against you know, the Chiefs. They, they got a bit lucky at the beginning, anyway. I mean, a lot of people always say that the you know the Chiefs got quite lucky for uh, getting a few turnovers that were handed to them, but the Texans were handed some similar opportunities as well to take the twenty-four zip lead, weren't they? So it's going to be an interesting game. If if we can iron out those those uh, mistakes, then clearly it's going to be a Chiefs win. That's uh, that's how we that's how we see it. We've got the best team. We've got the best team in the world at the moment, and we've even strengthened that as well. So you know you can only see a Chiefs win. But like I said, you've got to be careful with these games because there always is there is always that hunger to get revenge. But I, I always every, hate revenge games. <laughs> every game this season, we're going to take the other team's best game because everyone wants to beat the Super Bowl champions. So <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to be out with their A game. You know, We're going to show the best team that we're up with them. Yeah, and they'll use it as a measuring stick. You know, where are we in relation to winning the Super Bowl? <coughs> um, now, I, I don't see the Texans particularly being at that level, but hey... Deshaun Watson, anything can happen. Like he's a really good quarterback, mm. and he's got some of the Mahomes in him. He can make stuff happen. I just don't know that he's got enough around him to to compensate. Really, yeah. 
Yeah, and that's where guys like on on our side, Terry and Matthew, Frank Clark, I think their yeah. sort of locker room presence will be important because they're not going to let standards slip. That you know they don't, they know that there's no game won before you step on the pitch, the field. Apologies, uh, you know they, they're not they're not going to let that sort of complacency that you know they'll not be talking about fifty one seven, you know any of that sort of nonsense. Um, they'll make sure that everyone I think is completely focused on it's nil nil let's go again I think mm-hmm. yeah yeah agreed yeah yeah exactly right, it's going to be interesting I'm, I'm looking forward to it obviously I'm not yeah, looking forward to the 120 more, start but it's yeah. it's uh, it's going to be an interesting start to the season I think um, are, are the Chiefs still in like you know the <laughs> champagne heaven uh, or are they really determined to actually run it back because there's a lot being said about that run it back hasn't there um, especially yeah. before the draft when it said hashtag run it back and the Chiefs kept saying it over to, all the time and then they they drafted a running back <laughs> which totally went went against everybody's belief originally so you know they, they, they're clear that they're trying to keep it mm, yeah. on point and and making sure that they you know we've got the, the team still intact and that's going to be a big thing as well especially with all the uh you know all this COVID and everything that you know the, the the team was reading each other really well. You know the back end of last season and obviously in the playoffs and you know that it having that togetherness of winning the Super Bowl is going to stand us in good stead because other teams haven't been able to practice uh, during the preseason. Could you imagine being a team trying to install a new offense now? Oh like, God, yeah. The, the teams who've got a new quarterback. You know, you think Philip Rivers at the Colts would be a good example Cam Newton at the Patriots like yes they're good quarterbacks but they've got no rapport with the receivers because they haven't thrown to them hardly they had what 14 padded practices I think it was Mm. allowed never thrown an angle though have they yeah like there's no connection there yet and it's going to take a while for that to develop I think so I'm just so glad that we brought so many back it's it is such a huge thing this season is the continuity yeah Yeah, I mean, there's no other year where it's more important to have that continuity and have that on paper. Like, we know what we're doing; we're on the same page, sort of thing. Um, and like you said, especially with, with teams like Tampa Bay, where they've practically got a new outside of their receivers and some of their linemen, they've got a practically new offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do they how do they try out week one and 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 look like they're already meshed and, and ready to go? Um, it, I think it will take a lot of teams a few weeks to 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 get into the like swing of things and really really get get going um, with the Chiefs I think they're one of the yeah. teams that yeah. they're most likely to have well, it together that, from week one that's the other one. thing as well I mean the Chiefs back, were in a similar position with the defence last year weren't they um, yeah. they threw a lot of people together in defence and and just hoped for the best that everything stuck and the first few games they were a bit jittery weren't they um, did it take until about week 11 until they all started clicking yeah um so it was after, you know, after the Titans game, wasn't it? Yeah. So if you're having that similar problem with the likes of Tampa yeah. Bay, um, you know, the, the, like I said, the Colts, all yeah. these all these teams that have got new quarterbacks, um, new offenses, and all that kind of thing, um, they're going to have issues earlier on in the first few weeks. Um, it, it's it's inevitable. Like I said, you, it, you've got to iron out a lot of the the timings and everything, haven't you? So yeah. 
because that's exactly what the preseason yeah, I think was like. early doors are going to see games, it's, some it's, pretty yeah, scrappy games I think those teams uh, I think that if you're a team with a solid defence and probably a, a running a running game that you could rely on early doors you're probably feeling better about the, the first few weeks of the season than than some others but like you say solid defence a lot of there hasn't been much tackling practice so from a defensive point of view like, I mean who has the, the advantage here the offence or the defence like I, I'm really struggling to kind of get my head around that one and see which side of the ball is better is going to be better prepared from the lack of practices yeah and I think when you see you know a, a sort of a slick well oiled you know working in, in harmony offence one coached by Andy Reid with, with Mahomes, I, I think that that unpicks almost any defense. Yeah. You know, so I, I, you know, like you say, bringing all these guys back, you know, bringing the coordinators back as well. Yeah. Another big thing this year, you know, you've got guys coming in. Like you say, if we'd been bringing Spags in this year, when he's hardly had any hands-on time with the players, he hasn't seen any of them play a meaningful snap at all. You know, it could be a very different story. Um, if there's anybody who deserved a Super Bowl ring, it was Spags. Yeah. After after what he did, and he yeah. managed to change that defense around. Unreal, unreal. Yeah. yeah. yeah Just yeah. the mindset and and everything <laughs> changing everything around from that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see what he does in week two. As well. yeah, can, have you spoke about the rings in the last yeah. previous podcast or not? No. no, do you know what they got released the night I think that we spoke? Oh, never. <laughs> I, th- I think oh. well, you you got quite excited about them, didn't you? Uh, I I've kind of come down a little bit now because I was like, I've got to have one, um, and I was I was contacting the chief, seeing if I could clean the toilets or something so I could get one. <laughs> um, you would look great in a Chili's outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I was very tempted to go. Look, I'll do anything, right? <laughs> I'll just polish boots or whatever. I don't care. I'll do it. Um, yeah, I was I was quite keen on getting getting my hands on one, but then. Looking at the prices at Justin's uh, and the fact they don't get back to you either, um, yeah, that was a uh, that was a bit of a disappointment. But yeah, I've come down off that high a little bit now. I think I'm uh, I, I'm I'm quite happy just looking at it on my phone. Yeah, I, I, I... <laughs> you know, the, the, I want the new room. Big win. She's setting them out as full wallpaper last, last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, after that, kind of the whole. I, I was saying that in, our, in the WhatsApp group, like the whole. Yeah, like, they did. Ring the thing yeah, in American sports kind of it kind of washes over me a little bit. I don't, I don't quite, I don't quite get it. As such. You don't get it, no. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not. We don't do it in, in sport over here so much. You get, you get a medal that no one even knows what what they look like. Well, you get a rust, like a rusty cup, don't you, in yeah, the Scottish Premier League? Like yeah. Hey, our, I think our Scottish Cup trophy is the oldest trophy in club football, and it's rusty. <laughs> No, it's just because you get. You he he get wouldn't people. know. They're no one there winning it. That's, that's just because it sits. William in Wallace made it. It's just because it sits in Rangers and Celtic's trophy cabinet and never gets moved out. That's the problem with Scottish football. But no, I must admit, even even I was uh, I was impressed by the rings. I think they are really quite striking. Whether it's because the they've, they've got the the red, I guess there'll be rubies in there. Um, yeah. I, do, I do think the red looks really quite smart. I was actually worried about the rings at first, you know, because I was thinking, are they going to go back to, like, the Super Bowl four kind of ring? Because they're quite a, 
a traditional organisation, aren't they, the Chiefs? Yeah. And I was thinking, please let it be like blingy and in your face. And I was I was all about that. And I was worried that they were just going to go, no, there's there's a couple of diamonds on a ring. There you go, we're done. Um, but they really went all in with this one, didn't they? It was it was just like everything, every every single diamond or ruby on there had ha- told a story about the the season, the franchise. It even has Chiefs Kingdom written on the side of it. That, you know, salute the fans. It has the one four two point two decibels on it and all that kind of thing. It it just speaks like history, doesn't it, on that ring. And is I it true it. that if you put them in a fire, it says Legion of Zoom in hidden writing on the insert? <laughs> Mate, do you know what? I, I was, if that was on that ring, I, I would have to actually sell the house to get one. For, for, any of our listeners, for any of our listeners who don't know, Brad was the guy who came up with Legion of Zoom. I don't know if he's ever mentioned it in anything he's ever done. But I, I feel like that you was guys Brad's are a bit baby. condescending when you mention it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I must admit, I was praying for that to be on there. I thought instead of be great, which I think is a bit rubbish, they should have had Legion of Zoom mm, on there. Yep. They should have done. Speaking, yeah, <laughs> you don't get any arguments here. <laughs> I'm going to write to them now. Yeah. You missed a trick here, lads. Next time, yeah. <laughs> no, the ring's Mr. nice. It's nice, <laughs> but but <laughs> dear Mister Clark. Just... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've, yeah, you, you, you nicely mentioned the the one four two decibels there. Um, <laughs> another thing we wanted to to speak about was the the fans in in the stadium. Oh, and you were just saying before we started that that the Chiefs are the only team in the AFC West with fans in early doors this season. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, I mean, I just read an article literally just before we came on the podcast that yeah, said there would be, um, which will obviously be a game changer. I mean, I know they're at like, what is it, just over 20% capacity they're planning on doing it? Yeah. Um, but I mean, any fans are better than better than no fans, right? And especially when they're Chiefs Kingdom, they're some of the loudest fans in the uh, in the world. So, yeah, yeah um, it would be a game changer, I think, especially down the stretch. A smattering of fans in, in the stadium for that long. The whole is season. better than having no fans at all? No, not for me, no. Um, tw- 20,000 fans would be lost in that stadium like, <laughs> they'd be spattered around all over the place the, I, I'm not sure it's going to make a huge amount of difference they're going to pipe crowd noise in anyway so mm. th- there's going to be a degree of crowd noise whether you've got fans there or not um, it's great that some people are getting to I'm not keen on the Chiefs price gouging that they did uh, when you yeah. look at the price of some of those tickets compared to what they normally would be that's like it's oh, it's just wrong. It's, it's wrong all set as the for the banner way. ceremony, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that, that's all they've done it for, really. I think. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, can you imagine raising a banner and nobody being there. It just, yeah, uh, I, I think that's weird. probably why they've just done it, just to get a few fans in there to celebrate, to say, to, to give fans the op- the opportunity to say, I it, I was there moment. Yeah. So and it's only the first. Is it three home games at the moment? So you, you think they'll yes. they'll shut that down and just play in front of the yeah. empty stadium afterwards? I think they will. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I suppose it depends how coronavirus is going over there, and I I don't think it's as prevalent in Kansas City at the moment. So they may well still be able to kind of keep going with it, but I, it wouldn't bother me if the fans didn't go. 
although I'm not going to be one who's going, so I know a number of people listening are probably going to be pissed if they don't get to go, but <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand why they would not have fans at the games if they chose to go down that route. <laughs> yeah, I believe that one of our members, uh, David Forrest and his, uh, his wife were planning on yes. being out there. They bought tickets, I think, when they first when they first went on sale, I think. Yeah. Um, can they fly out? Been... No, no, I don't think they may. They went out oh, in the end. Man. That's awful. I know. I mean, that's uh, like you say, it's a it's a once in a lifetime yeah, chance to see the mm. see the banner go up. But um, I think I'm with you guys. I personally, I'd probably rather there was no fans, purely because it's just something else to go wrong. You know, in some ways, just just focus on the football. Yeah. Get that right on the field. You know, rather than having to be oh the team that X protocol and Y protocol failed and. People aren't wearing masks in the stands, and you know all that, all stuff like that. I just, just for me, it was a talking point that we perhaps didn't need to have. That's why it surprised me really when they um, they had fans in the in the stadium for the practice te- sessions. Yeah, I thought you're running a bit of a risk there, and if you know if COVID is spreading around there when the fans are there, then you are running the risk of exposing the players to that. Um, I think they were using that as a kind of like a. A, a pre-game drill as it were because yeah. they were going to use the pre-season games to kind of test and refine their protocols but the, when they lost the pre-season games they didn't have that chance so I, th- I think that is why they ended up bringing in some fans for those, they only brought mm. a couple of thousand Yeah, um, but you don't want week one to suddenly realise your protocols are shit and you're giving everyone coronavirus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they did actually do a programme on it didn't they on the um, YouTube channel <laughs> about what they've um, what they've been doing and stuff, yes. and and they've actually moved. I think they've segregated a lot of the team, um, like the offense in one room and defense in another room, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and even the lockers, they've uh, instead of having them right next to each other, it's like every other locker is like it's got a space next to it, and they've got a they've got a couple of divides up and everything. Um, I've never understood understood all of that though, because I mean, you know, at the end of the game, they're all going to be hugging. Yeah. Or we'd be shaking hands. And, but have, you, have you seen the, the there's league mandated protocols on jersey swapping now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. you have to you have crazy, to you have to text or email the guy that whose jersey you want beforehand and have a prearranged yeah. thing yeah, drop off with um, a Dropbox or something. Dropbox, yeah, with like the the, the, um, like the kit guy. It's all washed and clean. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 it's basically the just saying don't do it. Yeah. 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 But I yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just that rule as well where um, they've been smashing into each other for three hours, and then all of a sudden, apparently, they're not allowed to be anywhere near the opposing team at the end of the game. Yeah, <laughs> it just made a bit of a mockery. I thought it's a contact sport. You know, you're going to be it, in each other's face. It's like in the, the Premiership yeah. where they weren't allowed to shake hands before the game, but they were after it. And you go, well, what difference does that yeah. make? <laughs> Yeah, COVID doesn't hang around to the end of the game. No, is it? no, eighty-nine minutes, it's gone yeah. out the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's not chief related, but the um, the <laughs> bubble, for want of a better word, was give me my favourite NFL story of the week. Where Philadelphia, I've got Josh McCowan bubbled thousands of miles away in Texas. Yeah, as their practice squad quarterback, and he is still getting paid twelve thousand dollars every week to join Zoom meetings. I guess, I guess running around his garden a couple of times uh, and he, he coaches his kids uh, or his local it's either his kids or his, his local 
college team, I think. Um, and that is the best job in the NFL. Yes. I mean, I just, I mean, that just shows. Twelve I mean, grand for just sitting on a Zoom call. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, twelve grand a week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're talking about how you know they might be cutting down the a week as well, isn't it? You know, the salary caps and whatever. Crazy um, money, yeah. You know, for next year they might be compressing them or whatever. But there's, I mean, quick maths: twelve grand times fifty-two, half a million dollars. You could save easy. Just don't employ. Josh McCowan. <laughs> just, just made my mind boggle. Twelve grand a week to to sit at home. I don't think any of us understand the NFL anymore, do we? No. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. No. no. Actually, uh, did you hear the story just recently that Kareem Hunt has just got? Um, he's got an extension with the Browns. Two years, thirteen million. Yeah. Yeah. Two year extension at eight and a half mil or something. Yeah. I mean, really? Oh, no, I didn't good, see good that, for though. him. He seemed like it's someone who, um, I mean, you, you read about his background. Yeah. He, you know, we I can't relate to the life he had growing up, um, and someone that maybe just didn't adjust as well to professional sport as others had, and got into some bother that he blatantly shouldn't have, and that's put the skids in his career. So, hopefully, he can. Keep his nose clean, sort himself out, and make a make a good career because he's a hell of a player. Yeah, but this is the thing. <laughs> There's two camps in there, but other people are saying that you know I, I deserve what he got, and others are saying, well, he's, you know, it's a bit of a shame that he kind of hit a bit of a downward spiral as well when he got when he got uh, released by the Chiefs. And then when you see that, and then you see his t- his former team go on and win a Super Bowl just a couple of years later, that must be a right kick in the nads of that, mustn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and if if that's not gonna like, if that's not gonna make you you know straighten your game up and get on the right track, yeah. I don't know what will. Yeah. Like seeing your exactly. former team that had to drop you exactly. win a Super Bowl, if that doesn't make you think, oh, that could have been me out there, then I, I, don't, I don't know what will. So yeah, I, I wish the best for him. I hope he hope he does get back on the right path and, and has it because he was a great player for the Chiefs, I mean, especially in Week One. Like I said, yeah. opening night when we were. When we were the revenge team going into New England, and he had that massive game. Oh yeah, he's one, he's one of my favourites. He was one of my favourites um, because I used yeah, to love he, he, how he, he used to he trip guys. A great player, he so, just used yeah. to smash into them like, yeah, mm. it was just brilliant watching him. Um, powerful player, um, but also good in the receiving game, which I hope is what we've kind of got from Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. It's a again a, a lovely segue into, I guess we can we can wrap it up with some predictions. For the the Texans game, mm-hmm. speaking of Clyde Edwards Hilaire, what are you guys expecting from our shiny new toy? Um, do you think he'll just get thrown straight into the deep end as a as a starting running back? Yes. Yeah, I reckon so. He just looks ready. He looks ready yeah. to fit in. Yes, that's, that's a really good description. I was yeah. toying with. I think I put out. A message on one of our social media things looking for your bold Chiefs takes and I mean everyone knows I've got the bet on 16 and 0 and that's all no 19 and 0 and that's that's fine but I it's easy money that mate well <laughs> let's, let's hope that's, that's, yeah, that's Kansas City 21 uh, paid for in one fell swoop but here, here, here's my here's my Clyde Edge with their bold take I say first play of the first possession he rips one right up the middle for a touchdown really 
No, no yeah, not like Kareem. <laughs> uh, no, I could, I could just see. Ooh, no and if it's not him, I think <laughs> Andy Reid might play a really aggressive start to this game. I could just see him thinking, just really, just really trying to put the hammer down early, get a lead, hmm. and um, uh, you know, and kind of set the season rolling like that. I, I can, I can see them calling a really aggressive play, whether it's that one. Whether it's Wasp, the Rose Bowl uh, play, something like that, I, c- I can see us doing something yeah. fun. I, I think you're right. I think Andy Reid has to kind of establish that Edward Hilaire is on the team, and he could be a problem for the opposing team. So he's going to have to get him in early, I think, to get the other team to think about Edward Hilaire. Because if he starts ripping in, you know, ripping through some of these uh, defensive lines early on. Then you've got him to watch. You've got Tyreek Hill to watch. You've got Kelsey to watch. You've got Watkins to watch. You, you, it's yeah. You've got to get into that mindset. I think Andy Reid's just got to make sure that the Texans know we've got this shiny new toy and we're not afraid to use him. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a hundred-yard receiving game. Yeah, I really wouldn't. Uh, in fact, I might go on to Paddy Powers now after we finish this and see what odds are on that because that. I think that's where he's that's probably going to yeah. get as much. Yeah, gamble responsible people. <laughs> when the fun stops, stop. <laughs> but I think that's where he's going to get the most use. Um, you know, and <laughs> when you look at, like you said, you've got Hill, you've got Kelsey, you've got Watkins, you've got Hardman to worry about. Like you can't dedicate much in the way of resources to him, and he's so shifty that he's going to make that first guy miss most of the time mm. and then when he does that you know see you later guys yeah I, I lost a, a morning a few weeks ago watching some of his college highlights and um, if yeah. they are if you could replicate them in the pro game he's going to be so much fun mm. so you know, it's just it's another weapon that I'm not so sure many teams are going to have an answer to no, he looks exciting. I mean, when he does that spin move, you seen that spin move he does. Yeah, um, it's it's almost like a special move, you know, when you hit some something on the D pad or something like that when you're playing a Madden or something. He just seems to come out with this kind of special move spin that he does, um, and it's it's that instinct. And we we seem to get these instinctive players on the Chiefs, don't we? I mean, Mahomes being one of them. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, um, Edward Talaire looks like he's always got that instinct as well to get out of trouble um, and and find a way through no matter what. And yeah, like I said, I, <laughs> I just hope Andy uses him early on and the, he causes the Texans problems because then it gives them a real headache of trying to match up on all of these you know, star players that we've got. So I'm looking forward to. I can't wait to see him play. Yeah, and. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine a world where the Chiefs establish a run with Edwards Hilaire and then it opens up the passing game to countless players? I mean, how does a defense react to that? With Edwards Hilaire running running up the middle and then the play action there and then Edwards Hilaire out the backfield with Hill and Kelsey and Watkins and Robinson. You, you, you definitely want to play them first, do you? Well, What's you, you basically got some sort of innovative two-man up front <laughs> so they can play seven corners or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but then like, you just run the ball down their throat. You just well, audible out. You audible out of a purse. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if the Chiefs win the toss, 
Would you yeah, defer or would you just take the ball the middle, yeah. on offense and say, fuck you, we're going to score seven points here and just go downfield? Right now, I'd take it. I would take the ball. Yeah, I think I would as well. <laughs> yeah, get the ball. Yeah, I think yeah. I would. And then get, the get ball, Frank, and, free plays, uh, Frank and, and the boys back on. Get back on yeah. the ball by 13 minutes. Rip the ball out around. Yeah, yeah it, it, would be, it would be so much yeah. fun if, if, if last year kind of got... No, yeah, exactly. Not that he had a monkey on his back yeah. as such, but just... Took the shackles off Andy Reid just a little bit. Yeah. You know, and he just he just got a little bit sexy like that. <laughs> you're talking about sexy football, is that what you're saying? Well, listen, if, if when was the last time Andy Reid and sexy came in the same <laughs> sentence? Listen, if any man if any man looks at Andy Reid and the first word that comes to mind isn't sexy, I I, I pity I pity you. I Yeah, cheeseburger's probably the first word that comes to my mind. Yeah. Do you think he looks I think he looks slimmer. He looks he looks relaxed. Yeah, the because well, he's, he's won he's, it now. He's got that ring now, though. Cause yeah. He said he's going to use the ring to get more cheeseburgers, didn't he? <laughs> well, he's also got another six years to to live out in Kansas City. It's a lot of barbecue to eat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, long, well, six years and long may that continue. Um, yeah. Is, but, is there anybody on this this roster that you think is going to be a breakout? Saunders, defensive line. Really. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I do like Saunders. Yeah, I like Saunders. I, I think he becomes the next Chris Jones. Mmm, that's a good show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's got he's got he's got that energy about him, doesn't he? He has. He's, he's got, got the that, buzz about ooh, him. Yeah, that's a big yeah, take. Uh, yeah. I I think I said I said last week. I think I'm going to stick with Byron Pringle. Yeah, Byron Pringle. You're still on that that train, aren't you? Well, I. Yeah, but I I just I just think we need to. Um, we know that. Robinson yeah, and Watkins won't be there next year. Um, they obviously like him. They've kept him about. Um, I don't. I don't think he's ever. He's never let them down as such. He does. He does what's asked of him when he gets when he gets his hands on the ball. Um, I can see them phasing him in and maybe phasing someone like Robinson out mm. as the season goes on and giving him more time. Yeah. Yeah. I I I reckon, and I hope he he actually starts. Willie Gay, Willie Gay Jr. Yeah, I think he's going to be. He, he's. A couple definitely. of people have said. Um, yeah, I mean, it, that it he might be a sleeper if, if he does get the starts but. of the year. And a couple of analysts have been looking but on articles have been saying that he's a bit like a sleeper, a phenomenal sleeper player, fast as well. Um, yeah, I'd be interesting to see how he does this year. Yeah. Um, yeah oh, he's got yeah, Mm, oh, for a linebacker, yeah, he can, he can um, shift. But yeah, he's fast at plugging holes. That, that, that's the, that's the key him. for him. Yeah. And it's always been a, an issue for the Chiefs, isn't it? not being able to plug those holes. Um, so I think they'd be tempted to put Willie Gay in. Yeah, I mean, like linebackers, one position where you could you could see that there's a, there's opportunity for someone to step up and be a star mm. there and kind of make that make that position their own, for want of a better cliche. Yeah. You, Neil, any, have you got any, any defensive players that you're looking out for this year? Beyond Saunders. Um, Sorry, Saunders, yeah, of course. I, I, I'm curious to see about Sneed at cornerback. Because um, I think that is our weakest area by quite some distance. It has been for the last five, six, seven years, hasn't it? And, and funnily <laughs> enough, it, it hasn't really mattered that much. No. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still wary, I'd say... Um, 
So yeah, Snead at cornerback will be one I'll be very curious. I'll Bo Peak Keys, whichever one of them plays. Um, I'm just looking. Willie Gay's twenty-five to one for NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. Is that another bet you're putting on? Is <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Chase Young five to two. I'd, I'd, that's where my money would be going. <laughs> Patrick Queen twelve to one. Not bad bet. We've um, still got Fenton, though, haven't we? Fenton. Yeah, I mean Fenton Ward, good. But I'm I'm wary of that next cornerback, the other outside cornerback. Certainly, first four weeks before Breland comes back. Yeah, this this is where Veach's redefining football in that he's managing to win without any stars any names at all really in yeah. what is you know one of the more important positions more expensive positions mm-hmm. it must be tempting being a GM of the, the the Chiefs when especially when you're hearing all these players that are being mm. released and things you think oh yeah just, just get one of them big star players in but yeah like you said he's been quite um, reserved with Brett Veach I think with you know standing off from, and moving away from picking up too many people in the uh, free agency I know he did last year when uh, we, we were starting to get defensive players in that we we felt needed we needed for the for the Super Bowl run but yeah I, I if I was if I was GM I'd be like alright I'll have him I'll have him I'll, have, I'll, I'll be looking through the I'm looking through the free agents list <laughs> just plugging holes wherever I could on there um, and just being tempted by all these big star names, you know. Well, we, we spoke about Leonard Fournette last week, and he ticks a lot of each boxes. Kind of yeah. a, um, a former first round pick that maybe just lost his way a little bit, needs a new start. There was a, a lot of the. Um, I think he ticked a lot of boxes in that one, but uh, mm. I think he was just surrounded by crap in Jacksonville, wasn't he? But they just fell apart, didn't they? Yeah, big Jacksonville. Time. I mean, I remember sat watching. Uh, there's a, a championship game, AFC championship game. Yeah. Um, and I was sat there watching it with my mate, who was a Jags fan, and he was saying, he says, honestly, we we we're a couple of players away from yeah. really pushing on for next for next year, and a couple of years down the line, you look at them now, and you think, what a shambles they are now. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't take any pride in that because I, I, he's a good mate. I do like the Jags, but. The, uh, the the team just looks like a, a shell now, doesn't it? I mean, they, they've basically got Gardner Minshew, mm. um, and everybody else has left pretty much, haven't they? Yeah. Well, I you think know, they're tank- they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence, aren't they? Well, it seems to be, yeah. Um, but I I like Minshew. I really like Minshew. But yeah, I suppose if Trevor Lawrence is there, ready, uh, and you can go and get him, mm. then why not? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot of. It's a lot of eggs to place in the basket of someone who may not play this year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of eggs to place in a really, um, a really random draft next year. Yeah. So that was, that was. I mean, we're going to digress here, but that was someone was saying that's kind of their take on like. Uh, oh, where did Jamal Adams go? Was it Philadelphia, Seattle? Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle. You know, saying that's basically what they're doing. They're saying, yeah, they're basically saying who knows what you're going to draft next year you're not going to draft a player better than Jamal Seattle, Adams yeah. so you know we've got the we've got the the, the cap space to do it so mm-hmm. um, that's, that's that's the theory you know if you're, if you're going to give up a draft pick next year's the one to do it yeah or is, it, you, is it Seattle who haven't drafted in the first round in about four or five years am I right in thinking that 
They keep trading like their that, first round it? picks away. Something like that, wasn't it? Again, that's... They've not exactly had unparalleled success in that time either, have they? Well, we haven't beaten the they've first been good. years either, did we? Until Alaire, uh, uh, Edwards Allaire did. Yeah, true. How many years was that? Three, four years? Three. There's Frank Clark trade. There's... We've got Mahomes, didn't we? Obviously, yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. Yeah. yeah, 2017. He would have been the last one. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. 2018, we obviously traded up for Brian mm. Speaks. Um, yeah, the, the, what a uh, disaster that was. Yeah, for the, one, two years. <laughs> so the, the, the one black mark on Brett Beach's uh, book, I would say, um, we can probably forgive him it so far. <laughs> um, right, anyway, lads, we are digressing, and time is marching on. Um, let's have some score predictions for the game. Uh, score predictions. Owen, we'll start with you. Um, okay, so I had a little bit of thinking about this earlier. Um, I think it might be a bit of a stomping for the Chiefs. Um, I'm saying 38 to 24. Yeah, I think it's going to be a so blowout. Yeah, two, I'm 41-21 to the Chiefs. Ooh. Brad, what about you? I was very close with that. I, I was going 41, but 14. 41-14. <laughs> oh, that, that wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all. I will say Sexy Andy Reid scores 38 20. 38 20. 38 20. Okay, so we're all, we're all very much, uh, I think we're all two scores or more. Yeah. Save with the Chiefs. Right, well, should be a good one. Um, good luck to everyone with their. Uh, Eat, sleep, watch, repeat uh, <laughs> strategies, wherever you go for. Um, you'll find us on all the social medias. Uh, we're at KC Chiefs <laughs> underscore UK. Um, we reached our 10,800th follower on Twitter today. Um, yeah, we, try, we had a bit of a push. I mean, we had an unashamed publicity push to, to get as many guys on board um, before the season. But that's, that's really good. Uh, I think we are clearly, I want to say clearly, I don't, it might not be clearly, but we're, I think we're the second largest UK, second most followed UK account behind really? the Jags. Um, so and, and the Jags is actually run by the Jags themselves and not fans, which is why they've got so many. Yeah, <laughs> so they're the best fan account, is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, right, basically yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's great. And I, I, yeah, thank you to everyone, yeah. to, to you guys for all the work that you do, uh, to everyone for following. Um, you know, it's it's awesome to, to be part of that. <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah. We're on Facebook as well at Arrowheads Abroad. I think on Facebook. I don't understand Facebook, so um, <laughs> just just Google just Google, just Google us. You'll find us on Facebook. Um, obviously, we can't have the um, the meetups this year, so we'll hope to get as interactive as possible with everyone. Uh, virtually online um, so there's a Zoom thing going on with some of the guys in the group uh, I think tomorrow night um, which is awesome um, things you'll have to see uh, keep all that up through the season um, and keep in touch so unless anyone else has anything to say nope nope, nope. I'll just thank everybody for their time and enjoy the game thank you very much nope